0: We are the only minority group that you can join overnight from overnight productions in the twinkling of an eye in fact nice,
1: you' glad to be gay.
2: Think I'm straight Who's gonna care enough to let him know he's not alone <gasps>
0: Welcome to This Way Out, the international LGBTQ radio magazine. I'm Lucia Chappelle. Thai Cabinet sends civil partnerships proposal to Parliament, Drag Queen readings rile right wing hate groomers, and Pride Month history gets a queer music focus. All that and more this week because you found This Way Out.
3: I'm John Dyer V.
0: And
1: I'm Melanie Keller.
3: With NewsRap, a summary of some of the news in or affecting LGBTQ communities around the world for the week ending June 11, 2022. Thailand could become the first Southeast Asian nation to legally recognize lesbian and gay couples. The Cabinet sent a proposal to Parliament on June seventh to create same-gender civil partnerships. Eligible partners must each be single, at least 17 years of age, and at least one must be a Thai citizen. The draft legislation carefully avoids the word marriage. However, same-gender couples in civil partnerships would gain the right to jointly own property, manage other assets, share responsibility for liabilities, and have mutual inheritance rights. They'd also be able to adopt children. Like married heterosexuals, they could divorce. Filmmaker Tanwarin Sukapisit calls it another form of discrimination in disguise. Sukapisit was also the first trans member of parliament and told CNN she wonders why the bill cannot just call everyone, both traditional and non traditional couples, as married partners. She said, We don't want anything special, we just want to be treated like others. Taiwan is the only Asian nation with marriage equality.
1: Czech Republic President Milos Ziman says Hilvito proposed legislation to open civil marriage to same-gender couples. The cross-party proposal was formally reintroduced in Parliament on June 7th, and Zeman announced his intentions the same day. A similar measure was first introduced in 2018, but it died as national elections loomed last year. Czech marriage equality has antagonists from both sides. The ruling coalition is governed by five parties, with the Christian Democrats strongly against the measure, according to the Associated Press. The far-right opposition Freedom and Democracy Party is anti-migrant, anti-Muslim, and anti-Europe, so it's naturally anti-this, too. Zeman pointed to the less-than-equal civil unions available to gay and lesbian couples while adding, but a family is a union between a man and a woman. Full stop. His anti-queer comments are not new. Zeman most recently defended Hungarian President Viktor Orban's efforts to roll back LGBTQ rights, saying that the autocrat is not against homosexuals, just against the manipulation of queer-positive sex education. In Zeman's words, I am also completely annoyed by the suffragettes, the Me Too movement, and Prague Pride. Suffragettes? Fortunately, the Czech presidency is largely ceremonial, and a majority in the lower house can override his veto. Exactly when debate on the bill will begin, Parliament has yet to be announced.
3: More than 200 police officers descended on a few dozen activists in Istanbul just as they started reading a media statement marking the beginning of Pride Month. It was all captured on video and posted to social media by Istanbul LGBTI+, Onur Haftase, organizers of Pride activities in Turkey's largest city. Officers from the National Police Force joined local cops in riot gear. Many onlookers booed as 11 people were arrested in the June 5th melee. They were reportedly beaten during the bus trip to the police station. Istanbul once hosted one of the largest pride parades in the region, but that flowering liberation wilted under the increasingly dictatorial rule of right-wing Turkish president Recep Tayyip Erdogan. At least 20 pride-goers were arrested last year in clouds of tear gas and rubber bullets. Turkish government press agency, Bianet reported that the statement the activists were prevented from reading said in part, We LGBTIQA plus people are on the streets again. We are here with our identities, orientations, queerness, and all our existences. We are strong together. We continue to exist. Happy Pride. Istanbul LGBTI plus Onur Haftase still plans a Pride parade for June 26th. They declared on Twitter, this year, we will resist.
1: Transgender girls and women continue to be targeted in the United States. Louisiana is the 18th state to enact a law banning trans girls and women from participating as females in interscholastic and college sports. Since the Republican-dominated state legislature would easily override his veto, Democratic Governor John Bell Edwards reluctantly let the measure become law without his signature this week. He called it a solution in search of a problem and observed that there Hasn't been a single instance in Louisiana of a trans girl participating in sports. Some queer activists criticized Edwards for failing to at least symbolically veto the bill. He told a press conference that it was going to become law regardless of what I did. Louisiana's trans sports ban is set to take effect on August 1st.
3: Ohio is one step closer to passing what may be the most offensively invasive trans sports ban yet. It not only bars trans girls and women from competing in high school and college sports, it requires medical verification that the athlete has the appropriate female genitalia. The so-called Save Women's Sports Act was introduced as a last-minute amendment to a bill regarding the state's teacher residency program. It passed easily in the Republican-dominated state house this week by a vote of 56 to 28. Fifteen representatives were absent or silent. The specific text of the bill says, If anyone questions an athlete's biological sex, regardless of gender identification, the athlete would have to present a signed doctor's note indicating the student's sex via the participant's internal and external reproductive anatomy, the participant's normal endogenously produced levels of testosterone, and an analysis of the participant's genetic makeup. Schools or interscholastic sports organizations could be sued for violating those provisions. The Ohio High School Athletic Association says there's exactly one transgender girl currently participating in school sports in the entire state, a high school junior who plays on the girls' softball team. It's a made-up controversy to Democratic State Representative Dr. Beth Liston. She calls it state-sanctioned bullying against one child. Trans athletes and their supporters in Ohio have some time to lobby against the bill. The state's Senate does not convene again until November.
1: A county judge in Texas quickly granted a temporary injunction to stop the state's investigations into transgender kids, their families, and caregivers. The probes were ordered by right-wing Republican Governor Greg Abbott based on the error-filled legal opinion of anti-queer attorney General Ken Paxton that gender-affirming care could be child abuse. The new lawsuit, filed on June 9th sought protection for all members of the Texas chapters of PFLAG, a global organization of families and other LGBTQ allies. Austin-based Travis County District Judge Jan Sofer issued the temporary injunction the following day. She told lawyers for the plaintiffs and the state to schedule a hearing soon for a judge to hear evidence and decide on extending the restraining order. One family has already been successful in getting the courts to stop investigating them. At least eight other families have been under scrutiny, according to the Texas Tribune. The American Civil Liberties Union, Lambda Legal, the ACLU of Texas, and a private Texas law firm are representing more than 600 PFLAG members. Any non-member family can join the lawsuit by joining the organization. Meanwhile, Governor Abbott is up for re-election in November against progressive Democrat Beto O'Rourke. Attorney General Paxton is being challenged by former ACLU attorney Rochelle Garza.
3: Trans kids and their families are not the only threat to children putting a twist in Republican knickers. And it's not school shootings.
4: Everyone is different and everyone is not bad, said Scooter, who is a turtle. Different
3: is special.
1: A drag queen reading stories is to the news.
3: Texas State Representative Brian Slayton vowed this week to introduce legislation to protect kids from drag shows and other inappropriate displays. He'll have plenty of time in the dressing room because the next session of the Texas legislature won't hit the runway until January 2023. It's still not a moment too soon for Georgia QAnon Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene to enlist for Slayton's war on drag queens, although she's confused between where they put it all on and where they take it all off. Greene tweeted this week, It should be illegal to take children into drag queen shows and strip clubs.
1: On the not-so-humorous side, a Pride Month drag queen story hour in Apex, North Carolina, had to be canceled because of violent threats. It started with profanity-laced criticism in phone calls and on social media and escalated. Hate did not win in Dallas, Texas, where protesters did their best to disrupt a drag-the-kids-to-pride drag show at Mr. Mister, a local bar. They hurled the popular groomer lie at parents and performers as they entered and exited the bar This is no doubt the start of something small.
4: Goodbye for now until we meet again.
3: Finally, U.S. Congressman Ted Liu of California used some of his floor time this week to remind pious right-wing Christian Republicans about all the things their savior said to condemn same-gender love. In March of this year, the Washington Post published an article titled GOP lawmakers push historic of bills targeting rights of LGBTQ teens, children, and their families. I just thought I would now recite for you what Jesus Christ said about homosexuality. I yield back.
1: That's News Wrap, global queer news with attitude for the week ending July 11th, 2022. Follow the news in your area and around the world. An informed community is a strong community.
3: News Wrap is written by Greg Gordon, edited by Lucia Chappelle, produced by Brian DeShazer, and brought to you by you.
1: Thank you. Help keep us in the ears around the world at thiswayout.org where you can also read the text of this newscast and much more.
3: And you can read the transcript and listen to News Wrap each week by subscribing to our This Way Out radio channel on YouTube. For This Way Out, I'm John Dyer V. Stay healthy.
1: And I'm Melanie Keller. Stay safe.
3: KHOI is proud to air This Way Out international LGBTQ radio here in Ames, Iowa. It is vital to our listeners
0: Hi, I'm Lucia Chappell, associate producer. This Way Out is the only internationally distributed weekly LGBTQ radio program currently carried by 183-plus local community radio stations around the world. The award-winning half-hour magazine-style program features a summary of some of the major news events in inter- affecting the queer community called Wrap, and in-depth coverage of major events Interviews with key queer figures, music, literature, entertainment, all the information and culture of a community on the move. Hi, I'm Greg Gordon, This Way Out's coordinating producer. Our mission as the 501c3 charitable nonprofit organization, Overnight Productions, Inc. is to educate, inform, and entertain audiences around the world by making freely available the presentation of news, features, and cultural works via audio broadcast and cyber media. Hi,
4: I'm Brian DeShazer, CEO and News Rep Producer for This Way Out. This Way Out was born at the 1987 March on Washington for Gay and Lesbian Rights, when Greg Gordon and Lucia Chappelle collaborated with other queer journalists and reporters. They dreamt of a coalition of queer reporters and a platform on the radio dial to gather and report without the restrictions of commercial oversight and censorship. They came to Los Angeles and Pacifica Station KPFK and began the work to organize. In 1982, the founders incorporated under the title Overnight Productions Incorporated. The series originated from KPFK Los Angeles and the historic tape collection is housed in the Pacifica Radio Archives.
0: When This Way Out went on the air in 1988, most of the mainstream media believed that all of LGBTQ life, news, and culture could be summed up in one word, AIDS. Even some progressive journalists and community radio stations worried that coverage of our issues should be balanced with homophobic voices. As the years passed, the subject of LGBTQ life became more and more assimilated into mainstream programming. Even in today's current public radio landscape, there are very few LGBTQIA produced programs or ongoing series. That makes this way out the international LGBTQ radio magazine, the first and possibly the last bastion of queer audio on broadcast radio and online.
4: Listeners can also hear the show on our website, thiswayout.org, or subscribe to the show as a podcast via SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and many other web-based podcatchers. The News Rep segment is available by subscribing to our YouTube channel, This Way Out Radio. Thank you for your pride and support.
0: The soundtrack of the Queer Revolution has come from a long list of dedicated artists. This way out Steve Sims syncs some of their stories with our legacy of liberation in this Pride Month queer music focus. June
4: is
2: Pride Month. Considering the climate we are living in, I thought I'd take us back in time to help remind us all to stay strong, stay proud, and say it loud. Step into my time machine as I explore a few pride songs through history.
1: Talk to the, dad, goodbye, old man.
2: the 1950s and 60s were an extremely repressive period for LGBT people. Save. United States. Beginning in 1965, early organizations carried out pickets called Annual Reminders to inform and remind Americans of the lack of basic civil rights protections for LGBT people. Early on the morning of Saturday, June 28, 1969, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender persons rioted following a police raid on the Stonewall Inn, a gay bar, at 43 Christopher Street in Greenwich Village, Manhattan, New York City.
4: On Sunday, June 28, 1970,
2: on the first anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, an event called the Christopher Street Liberation Day took place. This march, which was the first gay pride march in New York history, covered 51 blocks to Central Park. That same weekend, similar events took place in Chicago, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. The The next year, gay pride marches took place in Boston, Dallas, and Milwaukee, London, Paris, West Berlin, and Stockholm. By 1972, the participating cities included Atlanta, Brighton, Buffalo, Detroit, Washington, D.C., Miami, and Philadelphia.
4: If I can be me, then you can be In
2: the 1980s, the liberation and freedom events started a transition and were beginning to be called Gay Pride. Many Pride events are held in June, with more and more Pride events internationally being shifted to June. No LGBT Pride grew, and on May 28, 2010, US President Barack Obama issued Proclamation 8529, which read, I call upon all Americans to observe this month by fighting prejudice and discrimination in their own lives and elsewhere it exists. When Ma Rainey was an American blues singer who many call the mother of blues. She began in vaudeville and grew into southern blues. She influenced a generation of blues singers. Some of her lyrics contain references to lesbianism or bisexuality, such as this 1928 song, Prove It On Me.
1: To my surprise, the girl I
2: Tom Robinson wrote this song, Glad to be Gay, in 1976 for a London Gay Pride Parade. Its lyrics criticize British society's attitudes towards
0: gay people.
4: Sing if the
2: Berkeley Women's Music Collective is a California Bay Area music group featuring Debbie Lemke, Nancy Vogel, Susan Shanbaum, and Bonnie Lockhart. Their music expresses the spirit of revolution women feel in the world today. This song, Gay and Proud, is from a compilation of music and spoken word by lesbian artists called Lesbian Concentrate, a lesbian anthology of songs and poems. It was released by Olivia Records in 1977 in response to Anita Bryant's anti-gay crusade, Save Our Children.
4: Mark ways. He was murdered for being gay Matt Shepard's gone for Sandy
2: Rapp is a songwriter, activist, and author. Her songs cover topics from backstreet abortion fatalities to Stonewall to Hillary Clinton. This song, Flag in the Rainbow, is from 2003. Rapp was instrumental in the passage of a number of gay civil rights laws on Long Island, New York.
0: And
4: for the Orlando back and from the side
2: John Gilbert Levitt is a music composer and sound designer. He is based in New York. His single Pride, and this successor, Pride 2009, received worldwide airplay and was named by Queer Vinyl on KPFK Los Angeles as one of the 10 queer songs that shaped our musical history. This is the song Pride in All of Us. It is from This Human Condition, which consists of Jamie Jamal and Mr. Minchie. They have lyrical themes about Alan Turing, poor mental health, climate change, and LGBTQ.
4: Solidarity and the word. Uh, it's important that you're
1: defending communities, but you also defend all communities.
4: And everybody's hoping and scraping and wishing they could be something
1: outside themselves.
2: Namesake has been called a wildly joyous highlight of Tuned Olenarian's 2015 debut album, Transgressor. Namesake expresses the strength of individuality. Michigan-born Tuned lived in Germany, Nigeria, Britain, before returning to Michigan for his teenage years. And
0: you can be yourself. Be yourself, be yourself. not be easy. easy. It's like
2: Song True Trans Soul Rebel from the Against Me album Transgender Dysphoria Blues is an anthem for transgender people. It was first performed in Denver days after Frontwoman Laura Jane Grace came out as transgender. Its message is directed at transgender people struggling in the face of stigma, bigotry, and discrimination. It shows solidarity by letting other transgender people know that their struggle is shared by others like them.
1: Walk in the
3: think I'm straight. Teacher, teacher, tell me why it's so greedy to be bi- Members
2: of Mosaic LGBT Youth Center and the London Gay Men's Chorus work to write and record Teacher, Teacher. This song has a strong message calling for schools to ensure that LGBTQ young people are properly educated on important topics such as their bodies, gender issues, and sexuality. All proceeds from this single are going directly to Mosaic LGBT Youth Center to allow them to continue their important work. I can teach this song, Six Queer Kids, for Mike Rickard, highlights that six LGBT youth die homeless in the U.S. every single day. LGBT youth make up roughly 5% of the total youth population, while they make up an estimated 40% of the homeless youth population. The Center for American Progress has reported that there are between 320,000 and 400,000 homeless LGBT youths in the United States. This song is a reminder to fight for pride to save lives. Love with no questions asked. Who's gonna be there? Who's gonna care enough to let him know he's not alone? B-T, that's what it supposed to be. You
4: are okay. Happy, happy, gay, gay
2: This is Diesel Tykes, a group of artists from the LGBT music scene. This is the LGBT alphabet song off of their 2018 release Rainbow Family, which was written and produced by Chicago Scott Free.
4: Cross, L-G-O-T. L-G-O-T. That's to be. L-G-O-T. L-G-O-T.
2: The attacks this year on who we are and on our pride. Feel unprecedented. This music, going back to nineteen twenty-eight, shows the history of our pride and reminds us that there is still a strong need for our pride events. I leave you with a bit of the song If You Were Gay from the Broadway musical Avenue Q.
3: We're gay. Ah. I'd shout, Hooray! I am not listening and here I stay. La, 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 la. But I wouldn't get in your way. Ah. You can count on me to always be beside you every day to tell you.
2: For This Way Out, I'm Steve Sims.
1: Are you signed up for an e-newsletter, Inside This Way Out? We send them out every few weeks, briefly reviewing recent and previewing upcoming programming and deepening the conversation about your favorite international LGBTQ radio show.
4: All you have to do is email us at info at thiswayout.org. And be assured that we don't share or sell your email address or anything about you to anyone else, and we never will. Again, to receive the occasional Inside This Way Out, and let us know you're listening. Email us at info at Hi, I'm Brian DeShazer. On next week's This Way Out, I speak to author and educator Bonnie J. Morris about her 19th publication, What's the Score? 25 Years of Teaching Women's Sports History, is an educator's memoir about the history and what happens in the classroom when students are confronted with her provocative college course, Athletics and Gender, A History of Women's Sports.
0: Well, like you, I'm not necessarily a stunning athlete, but I'm a really good historian.
4: Next time on This Way Out.
0: Thanks for discovering This Way Out, brought to you by the nonprofit Overnight Productions. Some program material this week came from John Dyer V and Melanie Keller, produced by Brian DeShazer, and from Steve Sims. The O.J.'s Ma Rainey, the Tom Robinson Band, the Berkeley Women's Music Collective, Sandy Rap, John Gilbert Levitt featuring Freddie Freeman and Kevin Hannon, Against Me, The Human Condition, Tunde Akinran, Mosaic LGBT Youth Center, and the London Gay Men's Chorus, Mike Ricard, the Diesel Tykes featuring Scott Free, Jeffrey Marks, and Robert Lopez, Sam Cook, and Meg Christian performed some of the music you heard, and Kim Wilson composed and performed our theme music. This Way Out thanks the Kicking Assets Fund of the Tides Foundation, the Yavana Foundation, a bequest from Christopher David Trentum, and donors James Kennedy and Richard Merck and Brad Payton of Silicon Valley. Listener donors make this program possible. Thank you. Look for This Way Out Radio on social media, email info at thiswayout.org, or write to us at P.O. Box 1065, Los Angeles, California, 90078, USA. For coordinating producer Greg Gordon and everyone at This Way Out, I'm Lucia Chappelle. Thanks for listening online at thiswayout.org and on WPKN Bridgeport, Connecticut, KSPC, Claremont, California, Fresh FM, Nelson, Tasman, Nelson, Blenheim, Eastern Golden Bay, New Zealand, and a wide array of community terrestrial and internet radio stations around the world, including this one. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay tuned, y'all.